Welcome back to a brand new episode of Talkin' Shiz. I am the fabulous CJ. Thank you guys so much for stopping in. In the land of podcast, you decided to visit the little village of Talkin' Shiz, where the laughter is canned and the jokes are somewhat funny. And remember folks, sharing is caring, so please share, share, share. Talking about sharing... Go ahead and stop by the pod page, and that is podpage.com slash shiz and subscribe to the pod page. And go ahead and subscribe to the Twitter page and the Instagram page as well. And that is at talkin underscore shiz. Another week has passed us by. A lot of things have been going on in the world. And a lot of things I don't really care what's going on in the world. I can tell you that I finally, finally got to see Spider-Man No Way Home. And it has been so hard for the past four or five months trying to dodge spoilers. And guess what, folks? I'm not going to spoil this movie for you. I have been dodging and dodging and there are some folks out there who are complete assholes and they want to ruin this movie. I'm not going to be that person. One thing I can say is that it did live up to the hype. And I will give you this bit of information. So, spoiler. If you do not know this or haven't heard about this, spoiler. This is a spoiler I'm about to tell you. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in this movie. That's my big spoiler. And it was a great movie. I I wish they had bigger parts. But it was great to actually see them two back into the Spider-Man role. And as I was watching this movie, Tobey Maguire has some really big ears. The surprising part for me is how that Tobey Maguire was able to fit his head into a Spider-Man mask with those big ears. Talking about movies, I don't know why this is happening or why this is getting produced. I really believe Hollywood is running out of ideas. Uh, Hello Hollywood, Voltage's Switch, a script that I wrote that's going to be in an audio play. You're more welcome to buy it and turn it into a movie since you're out of ideas. I heard this week that the store, Spirit of Halloween, if you do not know this store, this store pops up every Halloween in abandoned places in like strip malls like a Toys R Us or any, any business that has went out of business, Spirit of Halloween will rent that space just to sell their overexpensive Halloween shit. I can tell you that, yes, they have a lot of stuff there, a lot of, a lot of things that you do not normally see, which is great. They're overly priced, I think. And their costumes, you can get it at Walmart for like 20% cheaper, and it's the same costume. Someone decided, you know what will be a great movie? Let's turn this pop-up store into a movie. Do we really need a movie about a retail store that pops up every Halloween? And one of the stars of this movie is going to be Doc Brown himself, Christopher Lloyd. You know, I heard a lot of bad ideas in my lifetime, and this is one of them. This does not need to be a movie. It's a store that sells Halloween shit. I'm trying to figure out what would be the premise of this movie. Doc Brown opens a store in September in an abandoned, out-of-business spot somewhere 
in a strip mall. And the scary part is, is the prices. And you can never return it if it doesn't work. And then after Halloween, he vanishes until next September. <laughs> I don't know why they're making this into a movie. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's dumb as shit to me. All the things that you can write about in the world, let's write about a pop-up store. A+. plus. Let's play devil's advocate. I can say congrats to the person who got this shit made. He made some money. Your dreams is coming true. So congrats on that as well. Another, another thing that I did find out is that the Maury Pulpit show is going to be off the air now. It's being canceled or ran its course or whatever you want to call it. It breaks my heart because how sad this is. How will these women ever find out who is their baby daddy now? Can you imagine the devastation that now you cannot get a free lie detector test and say, hey, mister, you are the baby daddy. You lied. So step up. I never understood why people will go on national TV and embarrass themselves like this. There is not enough money for me to go on TV to embarrass myself. That's why I started a podcast so I could do it here. Along with being embarrassing, I know you guys have seen this. I've seen it when I was a child and I just saw it the other day. Have you ever seen somebody blow their nose in public? And they look at it for about a split second and then they throw the tissue away. What are they looking for? Are, are, are you thinking like some of your brain has fell out? Maybe some gold dust? I mean, why are you examining your snot and boogers? That's my question. I remember as a child, the older generation would have a handkerchief. And I always thought this was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. They will blow their nose into this handkerchief. They look at it, hold it back up, and put it in their pocket. And then when their nose starts getting stuffy again, they would take out the same handkerchief, blow their nose again, and put it right back in. Why are we saving this? How many times can you blow into a handkerchief and go, yep, you know what, this is very snotty. I think it's time for a change. I never understood this. It's nasty. I, even as a child, I thought that was so disgusting. I thought it was good, but it's not. You know, I did find a story for you guys as well that I thought it was hilarious. This would definitely be a great rom-com. Oregon Man. Oregon. Oregon? Oregon Man. I said Oregon. That's not even correct. There is just some words in the English dictionary that is just hard to pronounce. And for me, this is one of them. Oregon Man driving a stolen vehicle crashes into a woman driving a stolen vehicle as well. Now that is a perfect match in prison. I mean in jail. I mean in love. I've been waiting for this type of movie for a while now. I would go and watch it. The story says a car crash Sunday resulted in both drivers being arrested after police discovered they both were driving stolen vehicles. Keisha got out of his car, took the woman by her hand, and said, Hun, it was no accident that we ran into each other today. I believe we were meant to be. I'm tired of chasing loneliness. And then he gets down on one knee, and then he proposes to her. And the title of this rom-com movie should be called 
Grand Theft Love, rated PG-13. The police was chasing Randy Cooper, 27 years old, in a stolen Land Cruiser before he crashed into a Buick Rigal. Rigal. I cannot say these words today, folks. I'm trying. Like, I'm really trying. Regal? It's Regal. There we go. Like the movie theater. Regal. I don't know why. You ever look at some words and in your mind, like, you literally pronounce how they spelled? Like, shuls, but it's really schools. Or like pneumonia, and it's really pneumonia. That's just how my mind works. Anyway, so he crashed into this Buick as he was attempting to elude the officers. Cooper was arrested and charged with multiple crimes, including assault and unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Unauthorized. So make sure when you get into your car, make sure you are authorized to drive that vehicle. If not, you can get fined with this charge, being unauthorized. So make sure it's all legit, get it notarized, so that you are the authorized driver of your vehicle. And in the process, they did discover that the driver of the Buick, 25-year-old Christine, was under the influence, and her vehicle was also (laughs) reported stolen three weeks prior. (laughs) So... (laughs) You know, alcohol definitely, definitely improves the judgment of people. It really does. A huge red flag for me would be not to drink and drive. And as you know, there's some red flags that you can ignore because they're not that big of a deal. But there are some huge red flags where you have to stop and think about it. And your mind is just going off saying, hey, buddy, hey, here's a red flag for you. I'm just trying to alert you so you will not get in trouble or have your heart broken or whatever emotional damage that can happen. So please wake up. Just like our next story. Florida witch swindled victims out of $100,000 by promising to cleanse their cash. She definitely cleansed it. Cleansed it right out of their pocket and into hers. So police say that they are looking for a woman who offered witchcraft and spiritual service to victims to get them to give her a large amount of money. The woman stole over $100,000 from 10 different victims. Story says the first victim came forward and said that on March 14th, he saw a flyer at a laundromat that offered 100% guarantee of solving problems with your wife or girlfriend. There is your first sign. There's a big red flag right there, folks. You saw a flyer in a laundromat. To me, that's like answering an ad from Craigslist. How many legit flyers are in a laundromat? That is my question. Another red flag would be 100%. That's 100%, not 99.9% like Lysol that kills germs. This is saying 100%. There is nothing nothing that can guarantee 100% satisfaction. The victim called the number on the flyer and set up an appointment with her. During the visit, she pulled out some tarot cards, and the victim said that she said she sent something dark. That's true. It was about herself, about to steal your money. She instructed him on how to fix this darkness is to go home Grab three eggs and put them underneath your bed. And then come back with the eggs. The victim did exactly what she said. 
came back the next day with these three eggs and she opened them up to reveal that one contained blood, the other one contained needles, and the third one contained worms. I tell you, that is one hell of an illusion. If you do that in front of somebody, that's a magic trick. She then told the victim to get as much money as possible, just withdraw a whole bunch of cash, borrow from friends, then return again with the bill so she could bless this money. She said that this will make the money double, possibly triple in quantity. Okay, you might as well just told him to go ahead and bury a dollar to make a, to make a dollar tree. Because it definitely sounds like he was that gullible. Victim returned with $29,500 in cash. Damn, that's like a half a year's salary for some folks. $29,500. Where in the hell did he get that much cash? I can't even come up with that much cash. Did he get a second mortgage on his home or something? The hell, how did the hell did you get $29,500 in a day? Shit, that's a lot of money in 24 hours. I can't even do that. I could barely come up with like 10 bucks in 24 hours. And that's me going through piggy banks and shit trying to come up with some gas money or whatnot. So she told the victim that she saw darkness in the money. So she would need to take it to a temple in Fort Myers and then return it to the victim the next day. <laughs> temple. Uh, A.K.A. my apartment. A.K.A. my bank account. After taking all his cash, the very next day, she told the victim that she was not able to keep her next appointment with him. And then she stopped replying to the victim's messages. Another victim that was scammed out of their money, she took $11,435 from that victim and $8,000 in cash from another victim. How in the hell is these people coming up with that type of money that quickly? Are you going to Title Max and getting a title loan? Advanced cash? I, I, I'm trying to figure out how in the hell are they doing that because I need to find out what the side hustle is. I need to make some cash that quick as well. The fourth victim came forward and said that he handed over $10,000 to her, but he didn't want his wife to know, so she provided a sworn testament according to the report. <laughs> if my wife asks anything, just deny 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 and thank you so much for this sworn statement of secrecy and while she was keeping your secret she was also keeping your money as a secret too bum, bum, bum. plot twist i went to the witch doctor and this is what she said she said give me all your cash so i can clean it and go away ting ting walla walla bing bang ooh ee ooh ah ah and our lovely tale ends with her still being on the run. Just like the witch doctor with someone's cash, I gotta vanish. So thank you guys so much for tuning in for this brand new episode. Wherever you're at in the world, morning, noon, night, wherever. Thank you. Thank you so much. And always remember to be the best you. Because that's all you can be, so be the best you no matter what anyone says. As a famous philosopher once said, and I quote, There is no sunrise so beautiful that is worth waking me up to see it. See you guys next time on a brand new episode of Talkin' Shiz.